Hello, you have caught another episode of Be The Vibe Radio with yours truly, Chrysalis Sun. It is January 1st, 2021. Wow. Like, <laughs> this, oh my goodness. I, first of all, I'm just like amazed that it's a New Year's already. I feel like this year, this past year has been so long and so short at like the same time. I'm like, oh my goodness. Um, but yes, I am up here recording on New Year's Day. Um, I realize that it's been a long time since I have done an unpopular opinion. It's been a long time since I've talked my shit. And the thing is, is not that I haven't had uh, a plethora of things to talk shit about. Um, I've just been preoccupied and it's just a matter of... Well, no, let me go back. Not preoccupied. I've been actually singularly focused on some things. Um, and I haven't really been pumping out episodes as much as I typically do. Um, but then, too, it was just a matter of where to start. Like, where do I fucking start with all these ideas and things that I want to discuss with my unpopular opinion? Um, but... Um, In recent light of some things that have come up uh, within the spiritual community, things that have actually been coming up in the spiritual community um, within the last pretty much all year of 2020. It's been just a lot of, you know, things being brought to light, frauds being exposed, you know, just different things going on. And I'm very clear about what's happening. You know, there's been... A lot of people that are initiating into African traditional religions, being called to priest or priestesshood and fulfilling that call. And then and then there's been an equal amount of people getting exposed and pretty much um, X out of the spiritual communities that they roll in. So I take that as the ancestors and our spirits um, facilitating and changing of the guard and just starting fresh with some 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 new energy and just some more um aligned energy <laughs> and i but you know i won't get into that this is not a this this particular unpopular opinion is not about that um it's just from what i've been observing over the last several months it is sparked this particular conversation that we are going to have tonight being and that you know that conversation is um or, you know, drum roll, tonight's episode of Unpopular Opinion is this. Um, hoodoo is not a religion. Hoodoo is so much more. So first of all, I recognize that I'm going to piss off a lot of people in the spiritual community um, with this po- with this popular opinion. I mean, I always piss people off with my unpopular opinions, but this one is going to um, sting a little bit more for, for some folks out there because... Um, you know, a lot of people are out here representing, misrepresenting hoodoo. I've seen it going on for a long time. And to be real with you, it's a lot of people who don't really have an ancestral, um, connection to hoodoo that are misrepresenting, um, basically folks that are not African-American, uh, people who are not, um, and it's not just black. Cause I'm gonna talk, I'm actually going to talk about the difference. Okay. Um, of why that's important. But it's specifically people who are not African-American misrepresenting hoodoo or who don't have any um, ancestral ties to the um, to the ancestry of the low country of the South. 
And I'm going to get into a little bit brief history about hoodoo. And, you know, I'm, I'm definitely going to talk about what hoodoo is and what the fuck it isn't. Okay. So, you know, I, I've been seeing a lot of misrepresentation by people who really don't have a, any business representing hoodoo to begin with. Um, and then, um, you know, so those people are going to be upset <laughs> about this post. Um, and then, you know, hardcore, um, conjurers are going to be upset about this because, um, you know, a lot of what I'm going to say is going to dismantle beliefs that they've had about their practice, you know, about the system. And, you know, anytime you have your, your systems of beliefs dismantled or challenged, you know, people get a sensitive, people get extremely, extremely sensitive, um, and I'm going to be honest with you, I sat on this for a while. Like, I've been wanting to talk about this, but, you know, I kind of didn't want the backlash, you know, about my opinion on this, um, which my opinion is backed with facts. In addition to being backed, you know, with experience, because I am a hoodoo, um, I am a conjurer, conjure woman. So, you know, it's not just my opinion, it's my opinion and receipts. Um, but... I've sat on it because, you know, I, a lot of times, in, especially in this new age of Insta witches and social media, you know, famous witches, if you're not well known, you know, quote unquote, if you don't have, you know, 100,000 followers and you don't market yourself as a certain thing per se, or you don't lead with that, that, that persona, People question you. They question your legitimacy and whether or not you have a right to talk about what you talk about. Now, granted, I, I'm very well aware that I have a right to speak on what I'm speaking on tonight. Um, however, I just, for a long time, I just didn't want to deal with the backlash. And people, you know, naysayers coming around and saying, well, who the fuck are you? You know, um, but then I just kind of decided based off of just some things going on that this is a topic that really needs to be talked about because these... Um, those these misrepresenting hoodoos really got folks fucked up out here in these streets and had people believing shit that really just is not true, is obsolete or just flat out just does not apply to hoodoo as a practice, right? So when the naysayers come out the woodworks after they, after this episode gets circulated and they and they questioned who the fuck are you, I'm gonna be like I am Chrysalis Sun, <laughs> you know Latoya Thurman, initiated priestess. Um, practicing hoodoo, conjure woman, <laughs> um, that has license to speak on hoodoo specifically because it is something that is in my bloodline and it's something that I practice every day, something that I've incorporated into my lifestyle every day. And it, and in addition to that, I have historical references to what hoodoo is and isn't. So that's who the fuck I am speaking on this topic. So what is hoodoo? Um, you know, that is, well, <laughs> it's not really that simple of an answer because there's a lot of historical context um, that needs to be, you know, brought into play when you talk about hoodoo. But, I, you know, for one, I don't want to get into a whole history lesson on hoodoo. Not on this platform. I'm actually going to be teaching a hoodoo class um, upcoming on the 18th of January where I give a full historical reference of, of you know, what hoodoo is. But for the sake of this very short podcast and conversation. I will say that hoodoo is a magical system, um, a magical technology to be exact, um, a spiritual system that is um, born out of the um, African-American South. 
um, particularly slaves um, and or, um, you know, enslaved people, um, particularly in the South of Low Country. And when we talk about the Low Country, we're talking about the Carolinas, Georgia, you know, um, Mississippi, you know, those areas. Um, and so that is, I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to pick my words because again, I don't want to go into a whole historical reference, which I can easily do because I love history. So yes, to put it simply, you know, hoodoo is an African-American magical system. Um, people can call it folk magic. Um, some people are offended by that term. I don't find that offensive. It totally is folk magic. It is the magic. It is this, you know, the quote unquote superstitions, um, the, the, the day-to-day, you know, practices, um, of our ancestors, you know, specifically African-American ancestors who are rooted in the South. Okay, so these are our great grandmothers and our aunts and our, you know, great, great cousins and, you know, um, just those different, you know, practices that we've just, you know, that we've just that have been passed down. For example, in my particular family, um, my mom is is she's, a, you know, a hardcore Christian woman. And I'll talk about that, too. But, you know, every time we moved into a house, she would always take some olive oil and she would bless the door and you make the sign of the cross with the olive oil on the door. You know, that is a form of hoodoo. That's a form of black African-American folk magic. Um, you know, there. You another thing my family believes is, you know, to be very careful about who, you know, where your hair ends up. If you cut your hair or you shed your hair to, to collect it and make sure that you dispose of it properly. Because they believe that, um, you know, birds get your hair and they make a nest of it. You spend the rest of your life getting headaches. Like these, those are the types of different traditions and things that come out of um, African-American, you know, folk magic. Um, I'm sure all of us have these different stories and things that growing up we kind of passed as oh you know this is just silly superstition but they're all remnants of you know these these um these beliefs and practices that have been passed down for generations that's what hoodoo essentially is okay um yes it is it's it was it flourished out of the south but where does it like what are the roots of it okay the roots come from the first round of slaves that came out of central africa you know specifically the bantu you know speaking people um you know people out of the congo or you know west africa um you know the first round of slaves that were brought were, were, were came out of the congo okay so um the congo the congo um people First, they were, and again, I'm trying to pick my words because I don't want to, I could easily get swept into a history lesson. But just, you know, for the sake of just the background, you know, the first few rounds of slaves were brought not to the United States first, but to the Caribbean. Um, So the sugar plantations, you know, the um, indigo plantations, like the different um, tobacco plantations um, of the Caribbean, um, saw these first round of slaves. Okay. So the Caribbean was colonized before the, the, the United States was okay. When I talk about Caribbean, I'm talking about Barbados, Jamaica, Trinidad, um, Haiti, um, and you know, the other, the other Caribbean islands, they were colonized first. Those first few slaves came and they were, they were established there first 
what they established were their customs and their beliefs. Okay, so those took a firm root in those Caribbean countries, you know, before they were brought over to the United States. Now, once they started colonizing the United States, specifically, you know, the Carolinas, Georgia, Florida, etc., um, they were bringing the Caribbean slaves to the low country first in those first few rounds. Then they were started bringing the slaves directly from the different countries in Africa. Second, okay? So this is where you start to see the birth of hoodoo, okay? What it is with hoodoo is that... Or actually, let me back up. The thing about this, and the reason why this is significant is because slaves or enslaved people, um, they were able to pass on their traditions based off of whatever was going on with their particular plantation, okay? So, in the Caribbean, um, enslaved people had more freedom because those those plantations were much larger. And because they were much louder, was la- larger, it was more difficult to um, police them and their practices, their religious practices and different things. Um, so then that's how you get the, the, the birth of Obia, you get the birth of, um, Paolo, you get the birth of, um, well, Lukumi Santeria came later, much, much, much later because <laughs> the Yoruba were the last groups of slaves to be brought over. Um, so, but you get the birth of some of these other practices, you know, and, and the, um, in the Caribbean, um, but you're talking about plantations that had hundreds and hundreds of slaves. So it was very difficult to oversee them. On top of that, a lot of the Caribbean um, plantations were Catholic. Catholics had a different um, way to manage slaves than um, Protestant Christians did. So um, basically what I'm saying is that it was much, much looser in these Caribbean countries, these Caribbean plantations, right? Now, once um, these you get this the the sense of or you get the the establishment of these plantations in the United States they were much smaller so they were more heavily regulated because it was easier to regulate the day-to-day actions of a smaller group of people okay plus protestant christians they regulated their slaves way differently than the catholics did so you have a much stricter um uh, code and protocol in these use these uh, plantations in the United States. Okay, um, so by the time these enslaved people came over into you know these plantations, um, it was a much different environment on their practices and how they were able to move and maintain their pra- their own spiritual practices. Okay, so there's that. Um. You also have the difference of the root, you know, the 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 influence because real talk, hoodoo is southern hoodoo, black belt hoodoo, <laughs> low country hoodoo is Christian, Protestant Christian to be to be exact, Southern Baptist to be exact. So a lot of what these um, slaves were and say people were doing was they were incorporating the religion of their of their oppressor. Um, with their, um, with their own spiritual practice. Okay. So this is how you get the seeds of hoodoo. 
okay so now you have the foundation for hoodoo okay um you have the spiritual beliefs and practices of the bantu speaking people um and um incorporate incorporated with um the religious beliefs of the of the protestant christians or, or southern baptists okay um and so that's where it 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 begins and then you have other things to consider right so you have the um influences of the indigenous tribes and native um, First Nation people on um, both the Caribbean islands and the United States because the big part of hoodoo is working with herbs and plants, right? Well, when you have a, a, a whole um, group of people who are on a an, an, uh, land that they're not familiar with, they need to be instructed on how to work with those particular herbs, right? So now you get the influence of Native Americans. Um, in addition to the adoption of the spirits of Native Americans, um, not just the one tribes in the Low Country, but also tribes in the Caribbean, such as the Arawak and the Taino people. The Taino people have definitely have a very strong influence in hoodoo, okay? Particularly with the herbs. So you got that influence. Um, you have the, um, European influence as well, certain practices, because, you know, you, if you're taking, if you're incorporating your oppressor, um, the religion of your oppressor and just their customs, then you're going to, you're going to throw in some things that they do. Right. And also people need to keep in mind that, um, African tradition, like African people are very, um, syncretic i guess is the word they're very pragmatic in their way they approach spirituality meaning that if the if the shit work they're doing it <laughs> like there's no hard separation with africans when it comes to their practice and another culture's practice if they find that other culture's practice to be true and to work and if they find that that other culture's practice is in alignment with what they're doing you know what I'm saying? So, yes, you see elements of European folk uh, magic as well in hoodoo. You see the influence of Native American spirituality and, ma and folk magic um, and healing practices in hoodoo. Um, you see North African um, influences with the, the use of the blue and the evil eyes. Um, you know, the um, you see the influence of Jewish um uh, mysticism within hoodoo um particularly with certain prayers christian prayers um or or abrahamic you know bible prayers old testament stuff you see all of that in hoodoo you know um so i need people to be very clear about that you know yes hoodoo is an african-american magical system but they also took what they could use and they they incorporated it into the practice all right so um but the biggest thing the biggest aspect of of hoodoo southern hoodoo is or black belt hoodoo is that it is um christian influenced protestant influenced exact to be exact you don't really see the influence of um catholicism or the, the use of working with saints unless you're working with new orleans voodoo Okay, and the reason why I'm bringing up New Orleans voodoo is that really New Orleans voodoo is just hoodoo with with Catholic shit, <laughs> really, and they use different types of herbs, you know, and different types of things in New Orleans voodoo. Um, 
but a lot of the other stuff is still the sim and then they you will you know they use yeah i i won't get into that either but just to be clear that's the difference between new orleans voodoo and hoodoo is that one is using catholic saints and one isn't now you will find some instances in 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 black belt hoodoo or or low country hoodoo where you see the use of saints particularly saint michael um saint and saint expedite okay um and you may see saint lazarus being used in um southern hoodoo but for the most part it is it's just god jesus in the in the psalms really um so this is this is where you have the birth of hoodoo so with that background um with that foundation set um it makes it easier for me to go into why hoodoo is not a religion okay um first of all you know me you guys know me i'm very much about um <laughs> you know i'm very much about defining words okay um very much about defining words so let's talk let's let me define what a religion is you know according to the dictionary webster's dictionary okay um a religion is a noun that is described as the belief in and worship of a superhuman controlling power, especially a personal God or gods, plural, um, or a particular system of faith and worship. OK, or a pursuit or interest to which someone ascribes supreme importance. OK, um, so, you know, according to those definitions, um, you know, who does not fit the um that definition of a religion because what it is about hoodoo hoodoo's principles are its basic foundation as far as um spiritual spirituality is based on two things um it's based on um working with nature and venerating your ancestors okay um, again, I'm going to repeat that. The main foundation of hoodoo in terms to, with spiritual, the spiritual practice aspect of it is working directly with nature and venerating your ancestors. Ancestor veneration is not a religion. It's a, it's a practice. You know, it is. It's a practice. Um, working with nature is not a religion unless you are deifying the, the different aspects of nature. Um, and so in that sense, then you get into other practices that do deify aspects of, of nature. For example, Lukumi is one, um, you know, where there is a belief, you know, the belief of a supreme being, um, and who's, you know, the all powerful creator. And then there are, um, aspects of that creator that are represented through, through nature. Um, the ocean, Yumeya, the river, Oshun, um, the mountain, um, Obatala, um, you know, the, the wind or the graveyard, um, oh yeah, etc. Um, so you get the idea. Apollo's the same way. Um, you know, there are, you know, there's the same aspects in Apollo, um, definitely the same aspects in, in Haitian voodoo, etc. That is the reason why these practices are labeled as are identified as religions, whereas hoodoo is not. And, you know, people don't like to hear that, but it's the, it's the fucking truth. And this is from a black woman who is a hoodoo herself, 
who is saying to you all that hoodoo is not a religion. Um, and I need people to really understand that. And but just because it, it's not labeled a religion, it doesn't fit the the, the definition. Doesn't make it any less. And I'm going to get into that a little bit later. Okay. Um, so yes, it doesn't fit the description um, of a religion. In addition to that, um, hoodoo's not initiatory. Like it's not initiatory is the word I'm trying to say. I'm actually going to elaborate on on that more in a bit. Um, but it's not initiatory. Um, in addition, there is no clergy, there's no formal hierarchy, there's no central governing body in hoodoo, okay? Anything you learn in hoodoo traditionally is from your family. You know, if you got root workers, people who pass down their, their fam- familial folk um, practices, and or elders, you know, other conjurers that may not be your bloodline that are willing to teach you. Okay, um, so in addition to that, in hoodoo, um, you are not necessarily performing rites and rituals on behalf of your community, um, in hoodoo. Hoodoo is a singulatory practice, you know, like you don't even really get together with other hoodoos to do your work. You know, not the way, and this is someone, this is coming from someone who was initiated in in an ATR, where when we do any type of ritual, ceremonies, initiations, we all come together, you know, as a a group, as a community to to perform that. But you don't do that in hoodoo. You know, if I need to cleanse someone, if I need to do a spiritual bath for someone, if I need to do work, work for someone, I'm not getting together with other hoodoos to make that happen. You know what I'm saying? So there's so many elements of what a religion is, both on the Western, you know, Abrahamic um, beliefs of what a religion is that are missing in hoodoo. And also in an ATR, African traditional religion aspect that are missing in hoodoo. And these for, for these reasons, that's why I say hoodoo was not a religion. In addition to that, you know, recall earlier that I stated that the um, root influence in hoodoo, um, whether it is, you know, um, low country hoodoo or New Orleans voodoo um, is Christianity, you know? So, you know, Protestant um, Christian for voodoo and Catholicism for New Orleans voodoo. So any, I mean, the the root influences in those, um, both those practices are are already religions within themselves. (laughs) So, you know, it's, it's, so yeah, like, it, it, so, like anybody who's a hoodoo, you know, if, if you were to, and you know, back in the day, if you were to ask them what their religion was, like what their faith, they're, they're, they're gonna say they're Christian. They're gonna say they're Protestant. They're not gonna say my religious faith is hoodoo. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it would have just been like, they wouldn't have made no sense. It wouldn't have made sense then, and it definitely don't make sense now, no matter how many people are trying to push for it to, to be otherwise. And since we're on the topic of initiation in hoodoo, let's talk about that. Let's let's deep dive that um, because that's important. It's an important topic um, to discuss because I, I'm seeing more and more people talking about needing to be initiated in hoodoo, um, which is flat out bullshit. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it's being pushed by people who really just don't have an understanding of what hoodoo is truly who don't have any real connection to hoodoo, but also who don't have, um, th- well, for, for, you know, 
all intents and purposes are trying to transform and mold hoodoo into something that it it's not and never was you know what i'm saying like so and and i understand why it's being done and i'm gonna talk about that in a second um the other reason why i want to discuss this is because of just recent um uh things that were brought to light about a particular house hoodoo house supposedly so recently um and it's so crazy because i had been off social media and you know, I, I, I you know, I, I took a break because it was just kind of being too, it get, got to be too much. And within the two weeks or three weeks that I was off social media, when I got back on, I ended up seeing um, some things that were going on about um, this hoodoo house. It's called the Myriad. The Myri- yeah, Myriad. <laughs> um, and you know, there was some things exposed about the 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 founder or you know the the head of that particular house and the thing about the myriad is it had always boasted about being the only initiatory hoodoo house or lineage based house in in existence or at least well yeah in existence um and there's a reason for that the reason why it was the only one is because there's there's no fucking such thing real talk i knew it then um it that was always questionable to me however because I like my peace and because I do a lot of my stuff in silence um, and because it wasn't my business really um, to like I've learned my lessons when it comes to exposing people. So, it, you know, I pick and choose my battles with that. And that just wasn't a battle that I was willing to to even engage in by exposing that or questioning that um, or, or questioning the people who were involved or heading that uh, particular house. Um, so to rein it in, it, you know, it was boasting to be the only initiatory hoodoo house in existence. And it was just really, really pushing about how you have to get initiated in order to, to work hoodoo or to be a hoodoo. And, um, it's bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. The only thing that you need in order to be a hoodoo is an ancestral connection and access to the spirits of hoodoo. Now, when I say access to the spirits of hoodoo, because there's some spirits that will recognize people and will work with them, even if they don't have an actual blood connection to the practice. So if you either have your, if you have, if your license and access in hoodoo is granted through your actual bloodline, um, meaning that you got some type of roots in the fucking South, you know, um, you know, and a lot of us do because, you know, um, a lot, I mean, a lot of us do, even those of us who are located in other parts of the country, who are especially up north, um, you know, because, you know, there was a big migration of blacks to the, from the south to the north or from the south to the Midwest or from the south to the West Coast, um, my family included on both sides. So if you, a lot of us have a direct line to the south and to the enslaved people of the south and free people of color too because some of us have lineages that were never enslaved some of us have lineages that were free free people of color but free people of color practice hoodoo too you know what i'm saying so um especially those that's where a lot of um Black folks have connections to New Orleans voodoo because there was a large, a large amount of free people of color in New Orleans, in Louisiana, um, even prior to the Louisiana Purchase. 
and there already was that 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 um establishment within with the connection in that aspect okay so my point is that you know either you either you have your your connection through your ancestor your actual bloodline or if that is missing you know you if you have family that never um was in the south or family members who were never in the united states you know there's a lot of people who you know um you know are you know still from the you know from the caribbean that never had lineages in the united states that maybe are just first time generation second time generation in the united states um you know and they are able to practice hoodoo because they still have some type of connection to the spirits of hoodoo they may have a spiritual guide in their spiritual frame that is a hoodoo that will that gives them that open door okay um that is how you gain access to hoodoo not no fucking initiation and i don't even you know like it's so ridiculous to me that people are are actually trying to push that that you have to get initiated in hoodoo no the fuck you don't and people get upset because you have people who are not black on you know supposedly you know they're on the paler side of things that are practicing hoodoo but the reality is these folks either got they've either got spirit gods that accept them that give them that access some not all because there are some people that are in these practices and they're appropriators or you have those on the paler side of, of 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 complexion that are not as white as you think they are because and I say this every time I talk about the the fact of race and spiritual spirituality, a lot of black folks that were able to pass did. And they black asses married into white families and had white looking babies and then can you know and then they continued to try to breed that out of their bloodline but the but the blackness was still there and then that's how you have people who maybe two or three generations down the line and they think they white and they popping out black babies so a lot of these white folks are not as white as you think they are a lot of these white folks are descendants of people who passed for who are descendants of blacks who passed for white that is their access into hoodoo so that I'm getting a hot because it's like I need the ignorance to stop when it comes to this. You know what I'm saying? So if the if your ancestors gave you the the door, open the door for you, or just or your spirits and your spiritual frame open the door for you, that is your way into hoodoo. Okay. Period. Period. So, with that being said, um. What it is, how do you learn in hoodoo? Well, of course, you know, there's there's basic things that are tenets in hoodoo. You know, basic things that all hoodoos do. Certain herbs we all work with. Um, so, you you know, you have those basic things that are traditional in hoodoo. Um, you learn from your family line. If you had practitioners in your family that were willing to pass it on and teach you. Um... You'll have um, spirits that will tell you. You'll get things in your dreams. You know, I have both. I have spirits in my frame that are hoodoos. And then I have actual lint blood ties to it. So my hoodoo hand is strong. My connection to hoodoo is extremely strong. My ability as a root worker is very, very strong because of that. You know what I'm saying? They show me things. Not only do have I been taught, 
but then I'm shown through spirit. That's how you that's how you you learn in hoodoo. Now, when you talk about initiation, though, in hoodoo, what I think it really um, originates in, well, not I think, I know, it originates in is that there were hoodoos that were that were practitioners and other things. That is where they got their initiation. For example, such as myself, I'm a hoodoo, but I'm also initiated in Apollo. I'm also initiated in Lukumi. That is where my initiation came from. It came from those practices. Okay, so you have a lot of hoodoos that were were initiated in other things, especially those in Louisiana, you know, the the New Orleans voodoo, because then you've got the lineages of the voodoo queens. I think that's the other issue, too, you know, was that people were equating the practices in New Orleans voodoo with hoodoo and saying that now in that in that in that lineage, there are initiations, you know, as far as taking on the title of voodoo queen. You know what I'm saying? There are certain things and protocols for that. But that, you know, New Orleans voodoo was not hoodoo, okay? You know, um, so, you know, I think there's that. You know, that's where that has come from. I know that's where that has come from. Remember, most hoodoos were Christian. They were Protestants. They were pastors, mothers of the church, deacons, the preacher's wife. They weren't getting no initiations. <laughs> you know, check the history of hoodoo. They weren't getting no initiations. You know what I'm saying? So that is where that has come from. Um, specifically with hoodoo. And any initiation that you, that they, and this is something else I know. Any initiation that was due, done for someone who was a hoodoo that wasn't necessarily initiated in another T- ATR, the initiation wasn't to be a hoodoo. It was to work with the spirits connected to hoodoo, the simbis, the crossroad spirits, the tricksters, the graveyard spirits. You need to have tr- formal training to work that energy. Okay? So those particular people were initiated in order to work with those spirits, but they weren't necessarily initiated to, to be hoodoos. Okay. Um, so that is where that comes from. So why are people pushing this idea that you need to be initiated to be a hoodoo or that you have to be, um, or that hoodoo is a religion? Um, I'll tell you what it is. It's it's appropriation. It's it all boils down to appropriation. Um, <clears throat> who you know, any all magic right now. Any witchcraft, the craft is big business right now. Okay, real talk. Um, it's a trend. It's big business, and then you have a lot of people who are appropriating, including black folks. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of black folks that claim to be hoodoos that are not. Okay. Um, because they don't have the actual blood connection and they, and and they ain't got nan one hoodoo spirit in their frame. Okay. So, um, being black does not give you automatic access to hoodoo just period. Okay. Um, so there's that, but it's the appropriation. Um, what it is, is that you have two things going on. You have people who um don't truly who claim to be hoodoos conjurers who don't truly believe in the system of it don't really have a connection to it and because of those reasons they want to pump it up to be more than 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 what they think it is 
Hoodoo doesn't need to be a religion to be great. Hoodoo doesn't need to be an initiatory practice to be great. You don't need to have a hoodoo priestess to be great. As a matter of fact, the fact that those are missing in hoodoo or that that are not present in the practice is what makes it such an amazing magical system, such an amazing spiritual practice. Because it, it, it removes all of the ego and the bullshit and it brings you back to basics, which is one, working with nature, working with what you have. That's the main tenet of hoodoo. Work with what you have on hand. Being resourceful. So it gives you that aspect. And also it brings you back to working with your ancestors because ancestors and God are the only thing that matter in hoodoo. <laughs> really. Ancestors and God are the only thing that matter in hoodoo as far as spiritually. So the fact that you eliminate all that other, all that other fluff is what makes hoodoo such a beautiful healing practice. Such an amazing, tech, you know, magical technology. So you have people who are in it for the wrong reasons and then they're insecure about it because it doesn't have the glitz and glamour that a lot of these other practices have. And they want to force it and mold it into being something that traditionally it never was. Not in that aspect. So that is the first thing that's going on and why people are wanting to talk about initiation and hoodoo and, you know, defining it as a religion because they feel like the only way that it's important is if it is a religion, which I'm like, fuck that. That's a lie. That's not true. Okay. The other reason why is because you have a lot of people that come and they look down on hoodoo and Southern folks in general. I've seen this. I've experienced it. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially people who come from the Caribbean, people who come from or people who are entrenched in the, the an ATR and they feel like the, the 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 formalness and the tradition aspect of that ATR is what makes it so great. Or people who come from the Caribbean or other countries and then they come and they recognize how amazing hoodoo is and the fact that this shit works and it's powerful. But they look down on Southern people. They look down on African-Americans. They look down on blacks, African-Americans specifically. So because outsiders look down on us and you know because we internalize that and that we want to pop up hoodoo into this thing to satisfy our own internalized um oppression and to appease those who don't have a respect for our history so yes hoodoo is not a religion it is so much more than that it is first and foremost a healing art. You know, the the root workers, the one, you know, the the those were the midwives. The, you know, cuz enslaved people, they didn't get medical treatment. Nobody gave a fuck whether or not a slave lived or died. So when they had ailments and day-to-day things going on, they needed a doctor to go to. They created their own doctors. They cre- that's where the root workers come out of that. You know what I'm saying? All those home remedies that our grandmothers gave us, that there that's that's where that tradition, you know, there's there's that's the richness richness of that tradition. So, you know, Hoodoo first and foremost was a healing art. Yeah, um, it was a form of resistance. I don't you know, out of all my practices, my most effective has been my hoodoo as far as um uh protection magic, 
left-hand magic and spiritual warfare. Hoodoo has been my best practice for that because that's how you get the foot track magic. You know, originally, and grave, and the use of graveyard dirt. Graveyard dirt was originally used by runaway slaves to um, place in the footsteps in there when they would um, to, when they would be running in the fo- in the woods or whatever. They would sprinkle graveyard dust in their foot tracks to keep the hounds from being able to sniff them out. So that is where you get the birth of graveyard, the use of graveyard dirt, and the use of foot track magic. You know, um, hoodoos were, were very well-known poisoners. And they would slowly poison their, their oppressors, their sla- you know, their slave, the slave masters. You know, so putting curses and laying tricks on their, on their oppressors. Like, all of that is, 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 is hoodoo. Like, hoodoo is first and foremost a form of resistance in addition to being a healing art. Hoodoo is about your ancestral connection because there is no hoodoo without your ancestors, period. So it's, it's your, one of your main go-tos when you're, when you're talking about ancestor reverence and ancestor connection. Um, hoodoo is a practical magic. Everything in a hoodoo book is going to be about day-to-day shit, how to get a job, how to keep the police away from you, how to get yourself out of legal trouble. You know what I'm saying? Herbs that are for day-to-day stuff. You got Jezebel root that's for hoes that want to get money from tricks. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Money spells to, to make money. Spells to get places to live. Spells to get cars. Like spells to get pregnant, to keep your man, to get rid of your man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All that is day-to-day practical shit that hoodoo brings. You know what I'm saying? And 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 the last main thing with that what hoodoo is is it's a tool for empowerment. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, you know that you can mix up some herbs, say some psalms, some prayers, open up that Bible, light that candle, pour that glass of water, talk to your ancestors, talk to your your spirits, and you know something's gonna get done. You you know that if you got hoodoo, you always have a solution to a problem. And I need people to 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 respect it. In those terms, in that realm, without trying to force all this other shit on it. Because as far as I see, and as far as I'm looking at it, those alone, those factors alone, those elements alone are what make hoodoo great. Hoodoo doesn't need help to be great, nigga. Like, like hoodoo is already great. So that is my unpopular opinion (laughs) about hoodoo. Um, I probably will be speaking more about it because I just, it's come to my attention that I need to, I need to, um, I need to stop waiting on other people to be the face of hoodoo. I'm not saying I'm trying to be the face of hoodoo, but at the very least I want to have, um, an open, honest dialogue about what it is and isn't, and to just get some, some accurate information out there. So, um, I will be doing more episodes and more things and specifically about hoodoo. I am teaching a class, like I said, January 18th. It's an online class um, from 6.30 to 8 about the basics of hoodoo. Um, if you go on my website, be the vibe.com, or even if you're following me on social media, you'll see like my, there'll be a link in bios with the, with the information to sign up. It's only 33 bucks to sign up. Um, and then if you can't make it or, um, you know, or if you do, and you just want to reference it, the video will be available to those that register. So, um, but space is limited, um, for that class. 
um, but it's available. So if you want to learn more, more about Hoodoo, there's a lot I shared in this episode, but there's so much more I didn't get into because I just, I didn't, you know, it wasn't about teaching Hoodoo in this particular episode. It was about just providing a background and a context for why I'm saying what I'm saying. But thank you so much for listening um, to this episode. Um, I needed to get this off my chest. I appreciate every single one of you that support, that continue to support. Um, and if you have any questions about Hoodoo or, um, you know, or if you big mad about what I said about it, reach out, text me. Well, for those who have my number, email me, therapeuticvibrations at gmail.com. Go to my bethevibe.com website, send me a contact form. Um, I have no problems teaching and um, educating on Hoodoo. All right. So be blessed. Enjoy your new year. This is going to be an amazing year. 2021 is promising to be amazing. Um, if you want to know why I say that, then check my previous podcast, um, Why in the Sky for January 2021. Um, this is definitely the year to get into your magic, get into your empowerment, get with your ancestors, connect with the magic that that is aligned with you and work the fuck out of that magic. All right. So um, stay safe, be blessed. And until next time.